Welcome back, boys. It's been a while. Good to see you. We got uh, myself. We got Miles. G'day, Wilbur. Good to be back. And Jaden. G'day, mate. Oh, boys, it's been about six months. It's been a crazy six months. Mm-hmm. Um, we got cut short at the end of last season, unfortunately. Um, recorded our last podcast, and then everything got called off. So ended up being unreleased. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. we still managed to have our uh, end of season uh, wind up. Which uh, got a bit very, a very bit, controversial. Bit loose, um, <laughs> much to the disgust of a lot of members. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we had we had a good time um, on the TV. Uh, Miles' phone was connected and watching um, the, playing the footy. Yeah, watch, watching the first round of footy and um, the nickname changes occurred and then uh, anonymous messages were constantly <laughs> flowing. Through the banner up the top, and um, yeah, safe to say some feelings got hurt, but yeah. um, including yours, I hear, Justin. <laughs> we don't need to go into it too much. Yeah, I don't know if you want to mention any of the um, messages yeah. from the name, yeah. but even Goiter got around it. Yeah, it was very good. I think one of the funniest ones was we saw someone had changed their nickname to Ollie Cox and said, <laughs> I can't wait to be deported because I hate this club so much. I went, Oh, I wonder who, who's changed their nickname. To Ollie Cox, I go into my phone, it's actually Ollie Cox that message us <laughs> saying that. Yeah, that was a surprise for sure. I'm now, sure Ollie will be listening to this as well, so yeah, I hope hey, you're doing Ollie. well, Ollie. Yes, international. Um, now, boys, there's been uh, lots of changes mm-hmm. over the off-season. Um, Miles, I think you are the face of the new committee, are you? Yeah, I'm... Uh, as you call yourself. Yeah, I'm the new secretary this year um, under the presidency of, of Clues. Um, I think we'll talk to him a little bit later. Um, but yeah, Dan Cully is the vice president along with uh, Mitch, Gav, Bredo, Raj and Barry and Ash on the committee this year. So it's a, a few new faces, but... Very powerful. Yeah, very, very highly functioning committee, I'd like to think. So we're doing pretty well. Yeah, fair um, enough. And the biggest... Off-season news, I guess, and I guess most listeners would be aware of some of the changes, but we have officially moved north. The hashtag move north got so much momentum. trending. Yeah, it kicked us into action, and we put a put into a vote to the members, and 75% voted to, to move. So PSEA, we sort of thought it was a bit of a, a dying comp anyway. So it's all been signed, sealed off, and we're... We're good to go north. Up the Mitchell now, no more along Tonkin Highway, Reed Highway. No, it's going to be very <laughs> nice playing next to the beach and not out in Kalgoorlie over where we had to play last last season. <laughs> that is big news. And um, we had some uh, merchandise. Mm, I know the- Miles did say that move north was the biggest news out of the off-season. <laughs> but This might have <clears> slipped his mind. I mean, if you want to cast your mo- memories back to April... Um, there was big news with the stolen merchandise out of the club. Uh, so it was a signed premiership shirt, A-grade premiers from 2014-15. Oh, it's a big one as and, well. And Brett Jones has brought it to our attention. Yeah, Brett Jones via Facebook brought it to the attention of the club that he's seen this for sale. And obviously this caused absolute chaos amongst all the members, <laughs> thinking, oh, who's stolen this? Where's it gone? Who's it come from? It was um, bonkers. <laughs> It, it, it was crazy, honestly. Um, he had it listed for eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, Fires, the seller we, here. We thought it was cheap for Fires that Muhammad. piece of special um, history, and people were quite confused why it would be so much. <laughs> but we've later found out that 
our very own podcast member Justin Lawrence <laughs> had actually been privately messaging <laughs> driving the price <laughs> and um, in a bidding war with the other podcast member Jaden who continued to drive up till it reached $800 but obviously it was yeah very confusing how this happened uh, there was Thought, he, thought it was a sword. He thought he'd um, um, Drunk with old Lisa O'Day. Um, she wasn't happy. She wasn't happy with it at all. Um, no, and I think that it. she made a comment on the Facebook post, and I'm not exactly sure what it said, uh, that received a few laugh reacts, and those <laughs> laugh reacts resulted in, was it Jaden and Miles? Is it you yeah. two who got... Uh, you yeah. two, Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> who um, actually got blocked from her Facebook. Um well, and I mean, obviously, well within a right to block us, but I think that really that just raised eyebrows as maybe she could have been the one who stopped. <laughs> Real suspicion arises. Very suspicious behaviour. I mean, yeah. So she's sort of brought that upon herself by doing that. But, um, <laughs> but we got to the bottom of it. Or oh, someone got to the bottom of it eventually. Um, Pete yeah, Harry, Pete Harry saved the day. It all got uh, the smoothed over, and in everyone the end, could go it? back to having a good night's sleep. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so that didn't kept me up for a few nights. <laughs> <laughs> and um, now, Jaden, next weekend is a uh, a big annual event for the club. It's our uh, young boys versus old boys practice um, preseason game. Yeah, massive game. We got the win last year, so we're looking to. Keep that winning streak going. Um, we've recruited a coach as well in Justin Lawrence. So it'll be <laughs> coach good slash to, manager. Good to him. Good to have him coaching the boys. But um, Rasik is captaining the old boys side. So Fuchsia Lankins in that side, which will be a different yeah. setup to last year. So we got the chocolates last year, and I think the young boys will be very hyped and pumped for this game. It's probably biggest game of the preseason in history. The old boys might be in strife, though. I saw. Um they were actually trying to recruit Kai Hickey, who's only 21. So they're um, <laughs> going against the rules slightly, but um, no, it should be a good day. Now, boys, all the captains are locked in for next season. Miles um, and Jaden, you'd know the most about them. What can you tell yeah. us? Um, Clues was obviously a grade captain last year, and he's decided to give it away uh, with his presidency. Um, so Mark Ennis is going to be stepping into to a grade captain. Um, so first, first year at the job there. Um, and third grade, Jason Davies stepping up as well. So he, he filled in a couple of games last year and did a good job. So we're going to back, uh, back the nose in to, to skip the second side well. Yep. Fair enough. And Jaden, who's our fourth grade captain for this? Uh, captaining. So it's the first time in club history we have two Sri Lankans as captain with Raj, um, still taking captaincy of sixth grade. So. Far out. We're a very yeah. international club, aren't we? We're very lucky to have them, really. Like, I um, couldn't be more thankful. It's exciting news. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, fifth grade, we've got some big news here as well. We'll very, very exciting else. news, actually. Um, Carl Gasolo was obviously very vocal about the problems with fifth grade leadership last year. So he's taken the <laughs> onus upon himself to try and rectify that. So he's been given the big job of fifth grade this year to see if he can walk the walk, basically. So very excited to see what happens there. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And another another slightly maybe controversial appointment down in uh, our sixth side. Um, Ross Cook, fresh from not even being a club member last year. Yeah, well, he, well, big welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to Ross. Um, he'll be listening as well. He's a one of the one of the super fans of the podcast. He stepped up to be the the captain of that sixth side. So I wish him wish in, him well. Inspiration. Um, I think his. One of his great dreams is to play with his son 
James. Um, Rumour has it that James actually is a bit disgusted at that by the fact that Ross only thinks he's good enough to play in the, the seventh <laughs> team. So we'll see how that pans out. Right. And our last two, who's uh, rounding us out? So we've got Cully captaining eighth grade. So, again, Cully hasn't played too much in his, in the past, but he is a past Leo winner. So we'll add some batting depth into the eighth side. A lot and of feel-good stories this year, isn't there? Mm. A lot of feel-good stories. Shaping up to be a big season. And who's our and eighth Zorba. Team? Zorba is the last captain. Was he captain last year? He was captain so he's last year. continuing on Arkans. after... Much, <laughs> much big, <laughs> big uh, following Farkins. with the podcast um, yeah. movements. But they after, were our favourites, weren't they? Last and they, they kept the Facebook alive as well. Whenever we're having a jury Thursday night, they'd always be posting some good content. Oh, they are a real favourite. Yeah. I think they're going to be in socks. <laughs> the they're going to stay together socks. as well after much speculation <laughs> that um, all the one day players were going to not play this year. Mm, it'll be interesting to see because they have a, one particular very controversial member of their squad so we'll see how Yeah, interesting to see what happens with that yeah, one. It'll be good to see oh, them yes. band together. Now um, we're going to go to our guest speaker interview. Alright. We've got former A-grade captain Clues on the phone who's just taken up the presidency. Clues, are you there? Yes. Hello, boys. How are you going? I'm very good. Yourselves? Pretty good. We got myself, Justin, and then we got Miles, Wilbur, and Jaden here. We got a few questions for you from the fans. Excellent. Leachy, you want to start us off? Yeah, so interesting start to your presidency clues. Um, seems like some people are making it a bit difficult for you. Ah, uh, look, at uh, any presidency uh, wouldn't be um, worthy of a bit of a uh, difficult situation that one needs to get through to uh, demonstrate the credentials. I think we've passed uh, with flying colours, and now we can just concentrate on cricket, eh? Yeah, good point. Very true. Fair enough. All right, we've got a cricket question here. What is the best innings you've ever played? And who is it against? Oh, mate, it's a toss-up between two, to be honest. Yeah. um, Tell us about it. The big innings versus Corbinia on a uh, late Saturday afternoon... Uh, with a certain uh, Jimmy Delore was sensational, but I'll have to give it to the semi-final against Karen up at Britannia West. Um, my inaugural or first ton for the club um, was in the semi-final, and uh, that, that season we actually went on to win the final. Uh, was absolutely sensational. Loved it. Oh, it's interesting you actually mentioned that, because I'm not entirely sure how much truth there is to this, but... <laughs> Like with the whole move north thing, um, I've got a bit of mail that the reason for that might not have been so club-focused as what people might think and that it was actually for your own personal benefit. Um, I understand you're aware of your average against Karanup was... First of all, can you tell us what your average against Karanup is and whether that had any weighting in your real push to move us north? <laughs> well, <laughs> let, let me start by saying, firstly... Uh, the alleged claims are incorrect. <laughs> My average against Karana well, once upon a time was quite high, but I think uh, Mitchell Fitzpatrick had the wood over me two or three times, so it's dropped significantly. And um, yeah, look, I think it'd probably be between 30 or 40, maybe even less, who knows. Right, right. Um, but no, look, the, the move north 40, yeah. was all in the interest of the club. It's the future of the club. We've got to look at the next five to 10 years and have a conduit for our juniors to play in a competition that's stable. 
Um, and uh, like your committee and I and the members that voted at the SGM, uh, we're all in agreement. And uh, look, we've just got to look forward and focus on the new season, new clubs, new areas to play at, new grounds. Um, Absolutely. And go out there and have fun. Yeah, sure. it's uh, interesting you mentioned the future, mate. I actually might throw back to the past for this one. Um, obviously, three of us boys went on the uh, the LCC Thailand trip last year. Um, and you were the original uh, pioneers that pushed forth uh, into the Sixers competition. Do you have any highlights that you can share from your time in Thailand? Uh, I understand Raj, Evo, uh, Nick McInerney were all there with you. It was a sensational trip. I can tell you that right now. But as you know, what goes on tour stays on tour. So the highlight for me was playing cricket in monsoon rain and um, being the only pleb that decided to die for catches while there was pools of water on the field and destroying his kids while the rest of his teammates remained <laughs> quite clean. That would be the highlight for me from uh, from the tour. But uh, look, if any... If anybody's thinking about going on a Thailand tour with Leaderville Creek Club in the future, once the borders are open, I would thoroughly um, recommend and I would say it would be a sensational trip to take your friends, family um, and uh, go and enjoy with your, yeah. your cricket members. Uh, we, we agree, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure about the family uh, side, but um, I've got a, a bit more of a personal question for you. Um, on the social side of things, uh, who is the best young gun to drink with at the club? And uh, just let it be known that you can say one of the podcast members <laughs> if, if you want. Um, we, we won't be flattered or anything. Is there, a, uh, is there an age limit? No, oh. wh- whoever you think. Young gun. Yeah, whoever you consider a young gun. Oh, look, uh, I think there's, uh, it's a toss-up between two of them. It'll have to be uh, Justin Lawrence. Yes. And, I'm blushing. Uh, uh, I'd say... Who's the other one? Uh, Troy Marshall. Yes. Oh, yeah. The deadly trio. Yeah. <laughs> the dream it's team. Always, it's always a good night when um, Justin and Troy team up. Um, now, we've, we've actually opened the questions up to the, to the uh, fans and the uh, leadable members, and they've um, hit us up with... We've been inundated with questions, so we've just picked our favourite ones out of there. Um, so the first one is from Teddy Ridden. He says, uh, you quit cricket a few years ago, and um, what happened to your golf career? I didn't know I had a golf career. Thanks, Teddy. <laughs> Non-existent. Non-existent. <laughs> and I've got another question here from young Jack Fletcher. What is your ideal breakfast? <laughs> Oh, these days, these days, the ideal breakfast would be uh, two eggs, sausage, bacon on a gluten-free <laughs> bread and a long macchiato topped up for those that uh, love to drink coffee. Yeah, well, all right, we got two from Mitch Hardy here. Firstly, what are your bowling aspirations this season? I want to emulate Mitch in A-grade. <laughs> and right. the second one from him is what is the best sledge that you've received oh, look I don't I don't think the guys really sledge when they play against me it's more personal uh, but I have received one in the past from the ex-captain of Up, Nick Venables also known as Veg he was like come on guys he's just a shit batsman he's not even a batsman he's just a slogger 
we can get him. Anyway, needless to say. All right, you mustn't have received many sledges if that's the best. <laughs> if, if, that, if that got in your head. Nah, not at all. All right. Um, next one um, from Raj. And he asks, is Ross Cook a good friend of yours? Ross Cook will be listening, so hi, Ross. I'd say Ross Cook is a uh, Leaderville member. Well, he's, actually, <laughs> he's actually not a Leaderville member. He was kicked out of the recent SGM for not being a financial member. Of the senior club, but he has been on the junior committee for a number of years supporting the juniors. Um, and as we fall under one uh, ABM, and uh, the junior and the senior club isn't really differentiated, um, I'd say that uh, Cook is more than welcome at the club, and he can be considered a friend by all of us as a uh, an active member, and he's going to be playing this season as well. And the focus from Cookie this year, my understanding is to support and bring more juniors, so ensuring that the conduit from the junior club into the seniors... He's our, our spokesperson and our man to blood those boys in with the senior club and ensure our future. I must say, I've never heard a more technical way to dodge a question. <laughs> Jaden's got another one for you. Uh, will the UDLs be $1 at the bar this year, please? <laughs> if Miles is behind the bar, then uh, I cannot confirm or deny. But, um, I don't think you'll be getting uh, the ridiculous pricing of $1 per UDL. I actually don't know what you're talking about there, Clues, but but anyway, um, I do have an RSA certificate, so it would be against the law to, to irresponsibly serve alcohol. Um, the next one we've got, um, so, Jaden's got a question. You wouldn't actually believe it, but we've got a Swanview member who has submitted a question. Um, very interesting, and it goes to show that our podcast is listened by several cricket members in many associations, but... Leon Ottobrino has asked, what was it like losing against Swanview last year when uh, you had them nine for 80? Good question, Leon. As you know, as a bowler and uh, a player, you win some, you lose some. And on the day, unfortunately, we didn't take our catches and we lost. And that's all That's all there is to it. Real we woke up line. the following week. Very well summed up. Yeah, elaborate clues. I was going to say the following week we turned up and we destroyed the opposition. That's what happens in cricket. Fair enough. Learn, you can have learn, a good day and a bad day. We got one more question from Kingy. Uh, Lewis King says, "Are you happy with your electrical supply?" Electrical supply. Yeah, like yeah, we know, we thought you a, might like Alinter Energy or. <laughs> Yeah, no, no complaints. <laughs> no, no complaints. Do you want to try and find me and be a salesperson to change my electrical supply? All right. We'll, um, we'll take that as a, a yes, you are happy. Yeah. Now, um, we've got one last thing to ask of you. Um, we've got a Toyota raffle coming up at the club. Um, just want to give it a bit of a bump for us. Shout um, out to Toyota. Yeah, big listeners. <laughs> big fans. <laughs> Um, yeah, just just give us a wrap for yeah, it. Look, what what I, are we I expecting? The, the, look, I think uh, the season, as we know, with COVID, it's thrown a hail mary with the number of uh, members, uh, companies, etc. So sponsorships uh, for any organisation can be quite difficult to obtain, um, as uh, organisations' marketing funds have been, um, I guess, brought brought back in us. So what we've done this season is we've, we've signed up with the Toyota, the Toyota raffle. 
Uh, it's five dollars a ticket. Uh, it's for Western Australia only, and a hundred percent of the proceeds goes back to the Leadable Cricket Club, which we can then use to buy new equipment, uh, to upgrade in the. Uh, the club rooms to put solar on, etc. So we can use it to support the club and also, you know, to help with the operational uh, day-to-day running of Little Bee Club. So I'd encourage all of you, you know, if we get any member to sell twenty tickets, that's a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. We've got a hundred members. You know, there's ten grand. You know, if we can all stand together, support each other, it, we could um, start getting the things that we want, and we can ensure that our club is set up for the future. Um, and you know. I've, yeah. Absolutely. All right, cheers for that, Clues. Uh, we got to get on with the rest Hello. of the show, but it's been uh, good having you on, and um, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, boys. Have a good afternoon. No worries. We'll see you soon. Big thanks uh, to Clues for that. Um, now, we've got uh, one of our, probably our biggest segment, our uh, ongoing yeah. Key Group roast. Shout out to Key Group. Yes. Yeah. Um, it'll, it'll actually be good to... See them renew their club sponsorship, um, but we didn't have anyone else to to step in for the naming rights. Yeah, so <laughs> we're, we're happy to give them a free shout yeah. out. We we left them a podcast short on the last season. Yeah, you're so, right. Um, actually, so we'll fulfil our contract with this first one at least. <laughs> right now, boys, there's been a um, a very vocal member I've been hearing. Yeah, uh, mm. come out of from behind the scenes. Usually, does his work and mm. Um, mm. really take up. Yeah, a, a big role. Well, what can you tell me? I think that. Just for the, the people that weren't there, I thought I'd start to sort of give a bit of a recap of the, the special general meeting that we had around moving north. There was a pretty good turnout, actually. Probably 60 people were in the room, um, and we we were all there on a Thursday night, you know, discussing, debating about the benefits of moving north, um, and it all went pretty well. Um, we were probably there for roughly maybe 45 minutes, uh, and we just got to the, the part where we were about to vote. Um, There's only a few sort of minor tensions into the room up until that point uh evo and and fitzy were a bit at each other's throats but it was all moving pretty smoothly enter andy manice now andy manice is a a lawyer by trade and he didn't take changing the club constitution very kindly um he actually went out and bought a book about uh club constitutions and and club meetings the day before and had read all of it (laughs) um on that afternoon and he got up, he actually spoke for 45 minutes about what he thought were infractions committed by the uh, the committee and the, the secretary. Because, um, yeah, he, he just wanted to play one day cricket, I think, and he made it very well known in his 45-minute speech to the members. Um, and I thought... 45 minutes? Yeah, Fatty Fulgrave, actually. He'll be listening. Hi, Fatty. Um, he wasn't very happy about situations. Um, rumor has it Gav actually had to hold him back into his chair a couple of times because <laughs> Fatty was was ropeable. Now, more, I was just sort of interrupt you there. Mm. Um, I know you say that the motive behind this was him wanting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that, mate? <laughs> yeah, I thought. Have was... you got some inside information, Mumba? <laughs> well, I know Miles stated there that the motive for Andy. Um, giving us this wonderful monologue was because he wants to play one-day cricket. Um, now, interesting, we've actually received some information during the week. An exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> first. <laughs> we'll be breaking the news here, everyone. Exclusive that it might not have actually been Andy's decision to get up there. Really? 
<laughs> we're not cutting this either. We're just going to roll with it. <laughs> might not have actually been Andy's decision to get up there. Like, he might have been against his will is what I'm saying. Um, external factors. Were... Now, I'm not going to name any names here because obviously he's still working through details of this. So let's just call him Member X for the sake of this. Yep. Sure. So the info I've got here is uh, Member X approached Andy. Yep. Knowing he's a lawyer. <laughs> yep. Obviously powerful. Yeah. Um, yep. So Member X wanted to not move. Um, he's approached Andy and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, asked Andy if he could make a case. Like, oh, like, oh Andy, like, what can we do here? Do him solid. Yeah. What, yeah. what can we do? And Andy's been like, oh, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy to move north. That's what the club wants. And yeah. this person's gone... Didn't really want to go one, one out against 100 members. No, yeah. he didn't. Personally. Um, and yeah, from what I've heard is that member X has taken it up a notch. And first, we offered him a certain fee, saying, if you get up there and stop this from happening, we'll pay you by the minute. Um, Andy, being a man of integrity, right, he is. <laughs> what? He, I, I, yeah, I heard he politely said, declined. Said, said, I appreciate the offer, but no, I'm not about that. We're, we're, we're a democratic club. If the club wants to move, we'll move. Um, this member has obviously run out of options here. And what happens? And when he's realised he's run out of options, he's taking it up a notch and kidnapped. (laughs) 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 Okay. This member has actually taken off a notch and kidnapped the entire Manise family. (laughs) (laughs) I just put all of it in. Has kidnapped the entire Manise family and stored them in an (laughs) underscore. This was, I believe, on the Wednesday afternoon before the special AGM. So Andy then obviously, firstly being a man of integrity, but also being a really big family man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know where his, what, where his options were at. Knew that he had no choice. It actually to, reminds me of a movie I've, saw, I've seen, Taken. <laughs> actually, very, very concept. similar. So obviously he's gone up there, tried to stop the move. Um, very concerning that this happened. <laughs> I actually heard that he was being... Shown a live feed on a on a phone from someone in the front row. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I heard that. I heard motivation. that halfway through his speech, um, he actually wanted to take a seat. Everyone was telling him to take a seat. He's like, you know what? Maybe I should take a seat. Um, and as he's gone to do that, he's been shown live footage of um, yeah the situation his family was. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kept going, and he just kept Unfortunately, going. Unfortunately, in he soldiered on. Um, Unfortunately, that's the only news we've got. Uh, obviously, as we've already stated, we are moving north. So, I mean, if anyone has any information, <laughs> so should we report this <laughs> on the whereabouts of the Manise family? Yeah, I think the Manise crew might be a bit disgruntled with the club after this. But well, yeah. our thoughts and prayers are with the the Manise family. Then, okay, gosh, that, that was um, our most unique roast yet. I think. Um, anyway, move, moving so on, we've got. We got another uh, layer to the Leos this year. 
So, yeah. um, Miles, how do the Leos work normally? Yeah. Um, well, obviously, most people will be familiar. Um, you score points for any on-field actions, runs, wickets, catches, stumpings, all the rest of it. Um, but, yeah, we've decided to make it a bit more interactive this year and kick off Dream or My Cricket Dream Team or My Cricket Fantasy. Um, so, this was, if you are part of the club probably seven or eight years ago, <coughs> this was our trial, but we thought we'd we start it up again. So, basically, the way it's going to work is that you've got a salary cap of $400,000 and every player in the club is priced based on their, their performance in the Leos last year and how many games they played. You've got to select 11 players. You've got four batters, four bowlers, two all-rounders and a keeper and you score points <clears throat> based on how many Leo points they these players score in real life. Um, have we missed anything there, Justin? Yeah, right. So... Um no, that sounds good. So yeah, you obviously squeeze into that salary cap. So you can't just go in and pick all the best players. You gotta you gotta find some uh, cheaper cheaper guys who maybe didn't score as well last year that you think maybe. So Ash Day might not be um, one of the most selected, given he, he's he, probably at eighty k. He's the most expensive player in the competition, eighty thousand dollars, I think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you can and look even into Jayden him a bit overpriced. I think. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Jaden, the a, min- a minimum, minimum player price is actually uh, $20,000, and I believe Jaden's actually priced at $21,000. Yeah, right. So around think, that base, Is it worth paying overs for a player <laughs> like that? <laughs> These are the sort of decisions you have to make when you're making a fantasy team. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, how can we get the people involved with this, Miles? Yeah, how um, do we get it set up? I'll, be, I'll make your Facebook posts uh, soon after this podcast is released, and if you want to get involved, you can... Uh, Comment on, and I'll I'll send the link through a personalised link through my cricket there. Uh, Clues has promised us as well that there's going to be some prizes involved for the best best member. It'll be free to enter, so make sure you get involved to win some some maybe some Bisley kit or some Revo Sports vouchers. Revo yeah, sounds good. Vouchers. All right, um, how about we uh, help out the members here, and um, we'll each give them one, one guy who's worth around that twenty thousand mark, who we think might. Um, <coughs> Be a good bargain selection. Uh, Jaden, do you have one first up? Um, yep, with the minimum price at 20K, I've gone through the list and I found Gav. And I think um, if he's keeping in around, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade. Rumour has it Gav will be playing every game this year as well. Yeah, so if he's keeping um, and batting, you know, top six, I think that he will be a very underpriced player and definitely one of the most. Picked players. Yep. Yeah. Miles, do you have one for yeah. the family? Um, due to the, the price calculations, you do get a nice discount if you you missed a few games last year. So one I found at $27,000 is Cade. Uh, he moved to the Eastern States last year, but due to the, the pandemic, rumour has it that he'll be back and playing in A grade for a lot of this year. So as a batsman for $27,000, you can you can do a lot worse for the former Leo winner. Yeah, that's surprising. Uh, Wilbur, have you got one for us? Yeah, interesting one here. Lewis King, um, back out of the darkness. He's back to the club. Um, I think he's very underpriced yep, for a player of his calibre. Yep. Nice and cheap because he missed a few last year. Missed um, all of them last year, I think. No, I think he played one or two last year, but very nice discount. Yeah. Yeah, and I've actually um, been through the list. We've had our early access for podcast members and... Um, 
the calculations have gone wrong um, with the pricing of a certain John Bonney. <laughs> now, I'm not sure who John is, but um, if, if he can get out on the park and play a game or two at um, $2,000, he'd be be a big bargain. Um, <laughs> I thought the minimum price was 20k. What's this guy doing yeah, at 2k? He slipped through the cracks there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what's happened there, but um, discount for not scoring a single error point for the last 10 years. Yeah, maybe. even if you can get um, one point out of him, I think he's worth it. <laughs> at 2,000, he'd definitely save up. Uh, you have 398,000 left to select your other 10. So um, it that's if he gets out on the park. Um, if he doesn't, which um, seems pretty likely. Um, I like Wilbur down in the low twenties. Um, obviously, his output um, over the years has lived up to that price. But um, new new captain Carl Fasolo, I think um, Wilbur will basically be running the show there. Um, no offense to Carl. Um, so I think Wilbur, there's definitely points up for grabs there. Now, boys, it's that time of the year where we put in our predictions for what's about to unfold for the rest of the season. So um, we'll start it off with um, easy one, Leo winner. So, boys, who do we think is going to win the Leos this year? Uh, pretty straightforward, I think, this one. Um, it's a no-brainer. I'm going with Carl, New captain, um, very selfish man. He'll be about <laughs> it, wicket-keeping. If he gets bored enough, he'll probably be giving himself a few overs as well, from yeah. what I'm hearing. So <laughs> that sounds about right. If anyone's going to get as many opportunities, it's going to be him. So... Yep, that's my tip. Miles mentioned that um, Cade's back playing, and I think that if he has a full year in first grade, he'll go very close to winning the Leos, a man of his <clears throat> capabilities, and especially I think playing in a new comp, they might the teams may not know what he can do. So I think in those first ten overs, he will capitalize capitalize um, with the field up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually uh, analysed the stats over the last three years. Um, and the stats tell me that the skipper of the second 11 has won the Leos uh, two out of the last three years, actually. So Jason Davey has uh, a good likelihood of being able to step up and, and take the chocolates there. He bowls and he bats and he'll uh, field in the grips, I think. So he's a good chance. Well, it is three from three years that a third grader has won it. You're dead right. So Yourself, that's the team um, to be in. Ash and Ash Day, last three. So that's a good call. Yeah. Fair enough. Some good uh, info there. What do you reckon, Justin? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Master Gav Smith. Um, Coming back in, we all know uh, what he can do with the bat. Um, If he can get back to his his lofty heights. Um, And obviously, if he pulls on the keeping gloves, um, you get a few extra points for taking some catches and uh, we can keep dismissals. So um, it's always worth having a look at a, a wicket keeper there. Former winner as well, so he'll uh, he knows what it takes to get the job done. Yep. Now, um, last year we did the best performing podcast member, but um, I think we're going to scrap that for this year because, um, well, no one really cares about us. But um, so yeah, we've got the the results in from last year. I think all four of us said miles from memory. Um, so we had, starting from the bottom, we had myself um, from my two games, 40 points. Probably isn't what you're looking for um, if you're going for most points in your predictions, which is fair enough. Why no one picked me? Next up, we had uh, Jaden, 
Now, uh, Jaden, Wilbur and Miles all played um, 14 games, which uh, I think is every game. Is every it game not? Is every game, yeah. correct. Commitment and consistency. Yeah. We're all about here. <laughs> exactly. Um, maybe consistency with higher performance would have been uh, nice mm-hmm. as Jaden. The, the consistency was there and the commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, he scored the lowest points of anyone who played 14 games. <laughs> For the club, for the club. So mm. he he came in at two hundred ninety one points, and Wilbur was. I had, I had an excuse, but I had a dodgy back. Yeah. Um, yep. So that's actually an eighty seventh placed finish in the Leos. There. Yep. And Wilbur was uh, narrowly ahead, thirty four points ahead with three hundred twenty five. What was mm. your excuse, Wilbur? My excuse. Um, I don't think you need to make an excuse yeah, for a bit, solid seventy seven. Uh, I don't think their listeners really. Quarter of your either. points came from one game. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> And um, so if you sum up mine, Wilbur, and Jaden's scores, it comes to about 750, I think. And um, from Miles's 14 games, he came in at 868. So um, <laughs> fair to say my uh, hidden gem of Wilbur in fantasy might not be looking so good now. But um, congratulations, Miles. Um, yeah, thanks, boys. Very well done. Yeah. Um, and I think we've discussed this as well. We don't want to be self-indulgent here at the pod. Um, people aren't probably too interested in what we're doing, so we're probably going to scrap the best performing podcast member segment moving forward. Uh, it is interesting, to, yeah, though, that you've to... taken over Barry's position as secretary this year. Mm. And if you look at last year's Leo points, you've actually pipped him by one point. I have one point, yeah. Was that one point Criteria. in any way I mean, I can't, um, I can't specifically confirm or deny, but... Clearly, you know, Leo Platin's come into the, the waiting of things <laughs> when you, you're considering, you know, the, the, the candidates for the job. So I think that's why yeah. me, Wilbur and Jaden are stuck being podcast hosts <laughs> instead of having... No, I'd argue that there's, pod, there's not many more important jobs at the club than podcast host. Now, uh, we are going to uh, give a few names in, in, in place of our um, podcast member performances. Um, we're going to track... <coughs> Some um, breakout years, some underrated players who might um, we'll, we'll see an, an increase in their numbers this season. So, um, Jaden, have you got one for us? Yeah, Sukhbaj Bra, we call him Baji. Plays in fourth grade, fifth grade. Uh, it was his first season last year. Left armor. I think that the club may be short a few bowlers this year with no Mickey O'Day. Um, don't know if Nipper's playing. So there's a few questionable um, players with their commitment this year. So I think that he's going to find himself as a regular in third grade and potentially push first grade um, as a left arm at something different as well. So that's my candidate for a breakout year. Fair enough. And uh, Wilbur, have you got one for us? Yeah, I've gone with a guy by the name of Owen McAwee. Um Obviously regular in first grade over the years. Um, probably isn't performing as well as he'd like across the board. Uh, he Floated with the idea of crossing to the Wacker to find some form. Um, ended up scrapping that, so he's back down at Leeville this year, which is very exciting for everyone. Um, I'm, I'm backing him to have a breakout year this year. Finally f- finally showed what he's capable of, I think. See him here, straps, that'd be nice. And uh, Miles? Yeah. Um, <coughs> I actually, fresh from training at, at Rebo Cricket today, um, I bowled to a, a young Sri Lankan or, or one of Raj's friends, um, He's affectionately known as Sugar Cube at the club, um, Sagar Card. Um, he, he played in the T20 comp, um, in the off season, apparently made quite a lot of runs and he 
looked the goods in the nets today. So I'll be backing him to maybe even make his way up to Rizika's side and, yeah, have a good year with the bat. Fair enough. And um, I'm going to lock in Cassidy Thompson, uh, another one that uh, has been missing from from the club for a few years, but um, played through juniors there. Obviously, a uh, high-talent draft pick. and um, A lot of games in ones. Yeah, has, has some experience. Always shown potential, but um, never managed to get him out of the park enough. So um, we have the mail that he will be playing this uh, this season. So uh, it'd be good to see him playing, being on the park and scoring some points. So mm, Absolutely. Can't wait. I'll lock him in. Now, we'll do one more, boys. We now did it last year, <laughs> and we'll do it again, our big calls. So this is something a bit out of the ordinary that you think might happen. And these are pretty extreme. I'll give you the warning beforehand. <laughs> these are big calls for a reason. They're not, you know. Yeah, we're not mucking around with these ones. So I'll start us off. I think that uh, the Leaderwood Cricket Club is going to be a registered nightclub by the end of the season. <laughs> That'll be good. A registered nightclub. Maybe we could get some more um, more sponsors in if, if that happens. What, any sponsor? Do we have any sponsors? <laughs> um, yeah, they're actually, there's a vacant spot for sort of, you know, nightlife, like, Beer, you know, like social scene sort of sponsor there. So if you're listening and you've got a, a business that can help us out, shout out to Carlton United Brewers, big fans of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also worth mentioning that, um, these, these podcast segments, we're, we're happy to have them sponsored and maybe do some giveaways or something if anyone's interested. Yeah. So we're, uh, we're in discussions with our great sponsors, Revo Cricket to maybe, uh, get some, some giveaways for vouchers there. But yeah, if you, you're a fan of the show and you, You've, you've got a segment idea or anything, we're more than happy to sit down and have a, have a business slash production meeting. I think that, um, you know, you don't need to pay us to mention you, your company on the podcast, but maybe, you know, on a Saturday night, you could shout us drinks or something. That'd be a good way of, <laughs> I guess we can make that work. Yeah. We, we'll take anything really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Even if you just want to offer us free drinks all season, whenever we want them, <laughs> we're, we're happy to start yeah. off with that as a base and move from there. But. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Ta- table service is, is optional. It's not not yeah. a requirement. Just yeah, so. I mean, just to not to flaunt our resume, but we actually get into the into the three figures of listeners each each podcast. So. Oh, comfortably. Mm. Yeah. All right, uh, Wilbur Miles, who's got the next big call? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, as I said, I might be pushing the boundaries a little bit here. I might be a bit extreme, <laughs> but my big call for this year is that Justin will score his first run for the Leadable Career Club. <laughs> Obviously, it's very widely publicised. He's played, what, about 11 games now, is it? If I nine. nine games for the club without actually scoring a run yet. So my big call is that he's going to get out there and hit his first run. Yeah, one of the rare talents to have more wickets than runs, you know, like in the Glenn McGrath mould, Chris Martin sort of mould. So yeah, I'd love, so you'd love to see it. We've been told that juniors doesn't count. So, um, yes, Miles. Yeah, a big um, call for us. Mine's a bit more of a, another sort of on-field base call. Um, clubs crying out for a, a good a good spinner in the in the top side. Leon Burrow's been doing a good job, but my big call is that Ashby Dennis is a chance to play a game of once this year. Um, so my big call is that he will make it into the first side before the end of the year to play a game. Huge! I rate that. That is exciting. Mm. And I'll just say, last year I actually did predict Kingy to make it into the. The two side, and he actually ended up <laughs> getting there. So clearly, if the selectors are listening, they they hold a bit of weight, in my opinion. So I don't think he actually space. ended up playing though, did he? Selected no, he got selected. Out. I said selected. <laughs> so I don't selected, know if we so. accept that, Miles. No, I'm, 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 I'm running with it. 
And um, I'll, I'll round us off. So um, obviously it's been uh, well spoken about that Carl Fasolo is going to be captaining uh, a mid-tier team this season. And um, I think that there's a chance, um, no guarantees, but there is a chance that um, we could see him him name Pachter in, in his side for the weekend and um, select him, fill him with confidence and then... Um, Maybe uh, bat someone like a Jack Hutchinson ahead of him and um, just really dampen his mood, just how um, he did to Carl and Wilbur and Jasper and myself a few seasons ago when he was our captain. So um, I'm not saying it will happen, but um, I would not be surprised if I saw that. Now, uh, thanks for listening to our uh, pre-season podcast. We'll see you soon. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, friends. Thank you. Thank you.